1: I bless you guys for joining us this morning. 11 1145 service here at Harvest Light Church and Harvest Light Studios. We're going to be getting started with you guys here in just a moment. But we're going to be in, uh, just want to talk about some of the things that God has done in our life. You know, it's, it's in an area of having got all. You know, everything we have and everything we ever need, ever wanted has always come from the Lord. Such a beautiful day here at Harvest Light Church and here at uh, Harvest Light Studios. This Sunday morning. It's a blessing to we We all had an opportunity to wake up this morning. I do say an opportunity As I looked out the windows and I rose up this morning, I I knew that I was still in the land of the living. I thank God for touching me with the finger of love and giving me the opportunity to get up and do it, as they say, one more again in the name of Jesus. But it's always a pleasure for you guys to be with us. We're going to be over in the book of John this morning, dealing with how all I have comes from the Lord. All that he's given me, it all comes from him. At the same time, I want to tell you guys about the services that take place here at Harvest Light Church. If you want to visit our website, which is www.harvestnewlifechurch.com. You see all the information you can see about us and the services we do here at Harvest New Light Church. We're about on uh, you look at a lot of the social networks. You see us out there Pink Boxer, Twitter, SoundCloud, Therma, uh, Vima. Most of all the social networks you see us on. We're about 20 different social networks, so you can't miss us. For those of you who are joining us on this morning, once you go to your your Speaker Station, if you hadn't got it loaded in yet, you can kind of go to your search bar whatever it may be in your browser. Type in Spreaker.com. When you're in that Spreaker.com, it's going to bring you to the actual Spreaker uh, application. And in the search bar, you want to put in Charles Ellis. And if you put in Charles Ellis, it's going to bring you to our actual main show, and it's going to be me and my baby daughter and uh, oh, I'm sitting with a pinstripe suit on and my little daughter sitting there with me. And that'll get you right into the show this morning. We're not going to delay the time. we not got to lose to solidify ourselves just a little bit this morning. got the beautiful wife, co-pastor Patty Ellis. It's always a pleasure to have her in the house today along with my beautiful young daughter Marcella Ellis and we're going to be celebrating the word of God on this morning as we get started and hear what the word of God has to say. Such a truly blessing to be with you this morning. The next time you hear my voice we'll be opening up in prayer and we're going to hear what the Word of God has to say this morning. So well, I'd have to say once again it's just a pleasure uh, to be able to bring the word this morning to you guys. Who are not of mine, but to the Lord's and uh, continue to help you guys move forward in whatever your endeavor may be in Christ, whatever God called you to be, whatever your anointing is, whatever your gift is. It's whatever God called you to be. Remember, you're number one on the list. And just move forward this morning. That God's got a plan to supersede far beyond more than you can imagine even think Give us a few minutes. We'll be right back here with you in just a second. Father God, we thank you. We bless you on this morning as we come forth to bring forth your word to your people. Father God, even as we begin to go forth and we uh, do our normal, uh, I call it not just rituals, but our normal procedures is coming for such a mighty, powerful, omnipotent, and I'm the present God. Lord, even as we anoint our heads with oil, Father God, and we declare the word this morning decree it that even as we speak it, Father God, you shape and you tame and you, you, you talk the mouth. Uh, this 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 flush that you have made. Let you have control, Father God, to move in a such a way, Father God, that it be a divine word that comes straight from the kingdom of God. And, Father God, even as we lift you up this morning, Father God, we thank you for our health and our strength. Father God, even in the midnight hour, Father God, we rose up, Hill of a host to the so I feel the Holy Spirit moving this morning. As you touched us with the finger of love, Father God, even in the midst of all the tragedies we hear going in the midst of the night's sirens ringing father god sometimes sounds of things that we don't normally hear through the night we hear father god that's going on on the outside but father god you kept us protected father god inside our households you put the heads of protection around every one of our doorposts father god we declared and decreed that in our house we will serve the lord and with that you protected us father god as we rose up this morning father god i looked around the house and saw all my beautiful family all intact no one harmed no one hurt no danger no emergency calls in the midst of the night in the name of Jesus blood just didn't want to warm in our veins father God even in some occasions father God we had to run the very midnight hours father God roaming up and down the dangerous streets father God doing things that we need to do as being parents father God and taking care of those who needed to have our attention father God as being leaders in the body of Christ Father God, we thank you because we know it's you who blessed us and touched us. kept us, Father God, from every hurt, harm, and danger that can never cross our path. Father God, your word is declared You got a hedge around us. Father God, we thank you in the name of Jesus. As you continue to prolong and keep our health, Father God, keep our strength. As we do the right things we need to do, Father God, is maintaining our ability in what you gave us in this vessel, Father God, which carries the power of your Holy Spirit. Father God, I command the word on this morning, Father God. You said I got the ability to call and speak things. And call things to be not off their were. I speak according to the word of God, according to the purpose and the power of the Holy Spirit. That you let your blood, Father God, flow upon us this morning, Father God. We'll give us the wisdom, the revelation, and the information, Father God, to come straight from your kingdom. Father God, we ask you to make us into a conduit this morning, Father God. That we be a pipeline source that brings a word into the earth. That those who have an ear to hear, they'll hear what the Spirit has to say. And Father God, even as you move through us this morning, Father God, give us the understanding and know through you, Father God, there's nothing too hard for you to do. You created us, you designed us, you engineered us, you made us, Father God. And whatever it may be that's going on in the life of any individual on this morning, containing a day which you commanded, and you made, Father God, let us all have a great day. Not just speak it out of our mouths, Father God, but walk in demonstration to someone who may be in need, Father God. As we go out through what we call the corridors of the very world, Father God The how, the houses, the homes, the stores, the department places Let us speak words out of our mouth That we encourage someone That you soon to come back We you said in your word, Father God The harvest is truly great And the labor, and the laboring is few Father God, let us be that information system in the land Father God has been ambassadors To carry the word throughout all the world And proclaim the gospel, Father God Help us to understand and realize, Father God You're in control and I believe, Father God, when you give us an anointing that comes from the kingdom, I believe there is no weapon, form, made, designed, engineered, structured, or created against your people should prosper. I decree this morning in the name of Jesus. And I declare that everything you have of us has been the Father's already there for us. You created as you made us. You give us supremacy, power, and authority, Father God, over everything on earth and everything beneath the earth. And that word been said, Father God, you said we're far beyond all princes and power. In all dominion, not only named in this world, in all that which is to come. Father God, you said you gave us power, power to rule and reign, to convict and arrest, and to shut down every negative thing that's not like you. Father, I decree the word this morning is to go forth, Father God, as you look over all my minister comrades, all the very siblings, Father God, all the ones who's out there doing the work of the ministry, and all those ones who's about to come in to do the work of the ministry. Look over them, Father God. That means everybody in the world. Give them that opportunity, Father God, to hear your word today, that they may have hope and know through you, Father God, that everything and all things are possible. Touch their hearts, touch their minds, touch their spirits. As they rise up this morning, Father God, and realize and understand, Father God, we all are just one step away from where you want us to be, us in the kingdom. But, Father God, hold us on this side, Father God, that we may proclaim and walk the walk and talk the talk and do the work that you called us to do, that we may know and understand, Lord, we sent from the kingdom, and when you sent us, Father God, you sent us with power, Luke ten and nineteen, to move, to, to maneuver with, with, with the ability, Lord, to shut down every negative thought and plan that's not like you, to heal, to convict, to arrest, to head up a host of it, Elsie. The knowing that you, Father God, there's nothing impossible for you to do, because you are God of power, you're God of grace, you're God of mercy. These things I speak not of myself, but the power, or oh, the power of the Most High God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray, Lord, amen. It's always a pleasure for you guys to join with us here. i got my uh, beautiful wife here, Co-Pastor Patty Ellis. Co-Pastor Patty Ellis, you want to go ahead and address the people this morning, as we probably get into the Word.
2: God bless you all. Thank you for joining us here today at Harvest New Life Church, Power of Local Harvest. And we we thank you for just continuing just to give us support and to come, come into the service and just really to to learn more about the word of God and, and to be stronger in your faith and stronger in your knowledge of him but we continue to to strive forth and, and can in and our audience just continues to grow it has been such a blessing to us amen Amen. So continue just to, to stay plugged into us because it's just powerful words that are coming from the kingdom
1: amen always oh, such a such a beautiful word coming from a beautiful woman of God. Such a heart. I tell you, yeah, I know there are a lot more out there, but I tell you, this one God gave to me. And, and the word God say that in, in this little lamb is mine. And, and I'm going to, you know, and we believe that when God sends the right persons in our life and the right people in our life, it's something about a person <clears throat> who just lives lonely. I want to clear my voice this morning, give him a little drink of water here. but uh, such an interesting topic that we, uh, we're going to be talking about this morning dealing with the process of uh, you know everything we have it, it comes from the kingdom everything God's given us all that we have and all that we ever going to have it comes from the kingdom of God when God supplied us according to Genesis 1 and 26 he meant that he gave us supremacy and authority over everything both beneath and over Everything that God put in place before He created us was designed for us to be able to to manage the earth, and know that He gave us great authority, great power, great wisdom, and direction. If there's something we don't have, the Word of God said, if any man lacks that wisdom and how he need to uh, maneuver and what God has given him and to give him authority over, let him ask of God, and God will give to him liberally all that he needs. You look all over the book of Judge, uh, James. Uh, you look at the book of James, and you go to chapter uh, six in the book of James. I want to read something in the book of James, chapter six, as we prepare ourselves and get water here. Well, that's that's the guy, that's, We're going to go back. We're going to come back to James. Let's go to the book of John. We're going to look at the book of John. Uh, my, my wife kind of looked over me. I said, I "Thought it was going to be in John." <laughs> yeah, baby, that's where we are. We're going to book up John in the name of Jesus. I tell you, it's always good to have a good mentor to beside you to help you and guide you because sometimes as a man of God things get kind of hectic and you just got to know that even when it seems like you're walking through the valleys of the shadow I mean it's not just us as leaders by the time of all people in all walks of life things can get very tedious they can get very uh, complicated if you allow your, uh, yourself to lean to what you believe is right see the word of God declares and it tells us that we're to cast all of our cares on him because he's the one that careth for us. See, when we go around stressful, uh, 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 tensed up and...
0: Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously.
3: At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and community safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.
1: We allow our armor to be pierced by the enemy. He comes in. And the word of God declares, according to the book of Ephesians, he said to the people in the the emphasis, he said, uh, put on a whole armor, you know, put put your salvation on, put your faith on, put your love on, put all that you need on, especially all get your mind right. Because what as things come in, those issues that come to your heart, they come to your head and they get into your heart and allow the actions to come through your limbs. So we don't want that to happen. The word of God declares and decrees, we're going out here. To John chapter six, and we're gonna look, uh, look at the we're gonna look at the we're gonna look at the fourth. We're gonna look at the um, the thirty fourth verse, and we're gonna as we move six and thirty four, we're gonna look at some here. We're gonna get a little bit of more understanding, and we're gonna read from the Amplified as well. But want to get in John six and thirty four, and he said, "Then they said unto him, Lord, even more, give us this bread." Now, 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 let's get a really good understanding. Just don't want to fairy tale the story, but we're going to read through it. We're going to go through it through verse 37, and we're going to get some of the increments and some of the cohesiveness and just some of the acknowledgement of what God is saying, not just from the commentary standpoint of view, but from the wisdom standpoint of view, what God speaks to us, is really more than what you can see. You can't come at the scriptures in such a way that you're coming from just a theological point of view. In other words, you're looking at it in such a way it's all got to do with what man had printed and told you what the verse means. God gives you wisdom and revelation. The word of God does say precept upon precept line upon precept, but God ought to give you something that you know from this word. He speaks to you. The word of God declares and decrees it then said they unto him, Lord, listen, even more, give us this bread. We know that we could talk about a physical bread from a physical sense, but we're talking about the bread of life, the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, the direction. And he goes on and says in verse 35 And Jesus said unto him, I am the bread of life. Everything that Christ stood for and walked as, he walked as an information system down here on earth. To give us the wisdom and direction, the knowledge and understanding, to know through him everything is all things are possible. Let, let me show you something here, but we. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna stay right there. But I want you to take your Bibles. And I want you to stay right where we are. And I want you to go to the book of the chapter. Of, well, let's go to the book of Hebrews. Let's let's move to the book of Hebrews for here a 2nd This Let's, let's kind of taxi over to the book of Hebrews. I'm going to bring up another um, area of the scriptures here. I'm going to go into some of my areas of the Bible. And I want you to go to uh, Hebrews. Let's go to Hebrews uh, chapter uh 12 let's say Hebrews chapter 12 it's, we got ourselves a run over to Hebrews chapter 12 while we are sitting there everything God gave us every word he said proceeded as mouth goes forth it is not a void word even when we look at Isaiah fifty-five eleven. he says every word every word that the mouth has uttered being he sent to be the representative of the kingdom it, it, it goes forth every miracle that Christ done it happened. Not on a sense because um, that that, uh, he was a son of God, which is really important, but he also demonstrated that what he said was going to come to fruition. And he, and he said to him that believe it. It's, it's a belief system. Mark nine and twenty three tells us that him that believe all things are possible. We look at the book of Hebrews, walking in cohesiveness with the area of um, John chapter six and that thirty fourth and thirty fifth verse. He says over here in the area of uh, Hebrews chapter of. Uh, let's look at Hebrews chapter twelve. Now let me see Hebrews twelve. Yeah, let's let's look at twelve. I believe it's twelve. Let's take a 12. i want to see something here. we seeing We also are compressed about with a great cloud of witnesses. Now, I know most of you are saying, well, Pastor, how does that take place? Because it is really in reference to something that we feel other from a theological point of view. But I'm trying to get you to see something. You're always surrounded by witnesses of the, what the power of God is doing in earth and around wow. his people who believe him. The Bible declares, decrees that wherefore, for seeing We are compressed. About with a great cloud of witnesses. Now, I don't want to, pull a, I want to pull a scripture too much out of content, but I want you to get to understand what he's saying here also, that let us lay aside every weight and sin that's so easy beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. God has given you the ability to understand and realize that you're the, he, he's designed to understand that he is the author in the finish of our faith casting all our cares on him as He coming as a demonstration in a demonstrator to let us know and realize that he is in the forefront and being who he's designed, who he's designed to be. Everything that Christ done here on earth, it designed and made us understand and realize that what he done, we were able to duplicate. The Bible says in according to the book of uh, Galatians, he said, count it not robbery to be just like God. Don't don't let yourself be in the position where you feel you're not capable of doing the things that he designed you to do. God made you a great structure, great power, great information. He gave you a great determinability to move, to be able to declare the word according to the kingdom of God, to know through you that everything and all things are possible. He said in Luke 10 and 19, the power has been given to you. The power to do what? To move, to declare. Romans 4 and 17, to call, to speak, to see the actions of God move tremendously in your life. Just because of what comes out of your mouth. Proverbs speaks about the power. The power is in the tongue. Life and death is right there in your mouth. He's giving you the ability to speak. And know that when you speak, you got the power to command the word of God. This day, God has given you that ability Even when he talks about the word of salvation, he talks about in the book of uh, uh, Romans 10, 8, 9. He said, where is the word? You got the power to speak salvation unto yourself. Where is the word? The word is in your mouth. If you confess with your mouth and if you begin to believe in your heart that his father raised him from the dead, he didn't say your might will be saved. He said you shall be saved. So go forth when he talks about the process over in Romans 4 and 17, the ability to speak and know that your words has power. Power to be able to call things in position that's out of position to be not the if they were. that That's the power of God that's in you. When you go back over here to the book of uh, uh, John chapter six and the 34th and 35th verse, he said about the bread, the giving of the bread, the word of God, the word of God is life. He talks about he said that he said unto him, Lord, even give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. Am I? Did I say something? And he that believeth on me shall never thirst. The word declares and decrees. When you look at it in the Amplified Version. You go over that same part of the Amplified Version. He makes it very clear once again. Jesus replied to them. He said, I am the bread of life. The one who comes to me will never be hungry. And the one who believes in me as Savior will never be thirsty. For that one will be sustained spiritually. Notice what he said. When you believe, you trust in the manufacturer who delivered you and made you and designed you and instructed you to be that gift here on earth. To be the gather the harvest, because the harvest is true to great. He engineered you and made you before you come up out of your mother's womb. He gave you a gift. He stamped you with a guaranteed manufactured gift that can never fail. He said to those who, in the Amplified Version, the day, if you sustain with Him, those who will be sustained spiritually, you'll be sustained spiritually because God says that His word won't go void. When he created you, when he designed, he made you. The word of God said he gave you a promise. Not only to just Genesis 29 11, but he told you the truth according to Numbers 23 19 to 21. Am I a God that I should lie? Or well, am a son of any man, a piece of flesh that I should have to repent? Man will lie to you, but God is a God that he will not have to repent like man because God never lies. Genesis said he created the earth out of the word, the same word he gave to you and me to sustain ourselves spiritually as we go forth with the gift that he has put in us. co Pastor Patty Ellis.
2: Amen. But I like when we were doing that we were talking about the scripture that I am the bread of life, you know that um, sometimes when we think about bread, we think about just the nutrition that we get from actually eating. But with when God talking about that I am the bread of life it's this is is something that is spiritual that lasts forever that that actual food is only for a while but when we talk about the the life that that Jesus has given us that this is something that we we prepare for 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 eternity something that lasts forever
1: Amen, amen. I mean, it, 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 it it's, it's not something. To, see, Jesus talks about if it serves me, and I, I don't want to go there because it's really a whole different message. And when we, when we, when, we, when you think about it, Jesus gave his disciples, not given his disciples, but that was the Pharisees who actually tried to pleasure or tried to. Tried to talk against the disciples. Jesus declared that that when they came off the field and they were very tired that day, and they began to pluck the grains uh, from the, from the heads of the wheat, and and Jesus declared that the, the, that uh, the disciples came, not the disciples, but the Pharisees came to them, the Sadducees, the Sanhedrin. You, we all know who they are, and they came to Christ, and they said unto Christ that your men transgress the traditions of the law notice what they were talking about the traditions of men to the addition of the as they said the washing of plates and cups you know you know uh, you, you, you you transgress those physical things you 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 look at us as if we got a problem because we don't follow the rules and regulations of men and what they put in place But God never designed you to fall under the authority of a man. Now, don't get me wrong. God has put people in position to help you in where you're going and things that you are actually unable to do. See, as I heard the man of God in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, tell me, he said, no one man knows everything. And that's true. You can't, you can't, uh, is that how they say it? Is it a monopoly, co-pastor? You can't monopolize the Holy Ghost. You you can't cap the Holy Spirit. So every man learns something from somebody. Jesus declared the decree the world that even as you look at the significance of that particular part of the scripture, Jesus declared that even when they said that that they plucked the grains from the heads of the wheat, the, the, the wheat and the and the, and, the, and the, you transgressed, he said, against our remember he said traditions of the law. Traditions, man made decisions, how men look at you and they categorize you as if you ain't got what it take to get an overflow from the kingdom. Am I saying something to somebody this morning? Men will look at you even in the midst of your walk with Christ, even the works that you're doing, and they will declare and decree because you don't have structures and monuments, names, popularity, clicks, clubs, games, titles, and they will denounce you as being a leader in the body of Christ. They tell you that you ain't got what it takes to move forward in the work that God has given you. But let me tell you something. What it says over in the book of uh, the book of Corinthians, if, if I if, if I can go there, yeah, I, I believe I can. He says over in the book of Corinthians, and we go over to the area of uh, and we we just teaching this morning. We're teaching, but we we're giving you to understand that God is giving you the ability, the the ability. To do all that the Father has put in you. And and, and no man has got the ability to, to denounce your gift. Coming in authority and subjection, yeah, that's fine. But we never want to deal with anything that's out of order anyway. The Word of God talks about the fivefold. Every gift comes together in the body of Christ to prove itself to be what God has called it to be. The story we talk about over in the, the area of 1 uh, 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 Corinthians, Paul began to speak to the people of Corinth. In such a way that he said he couldn't speak to them as being spiritual people, but like colonel, but as babes, on in 1 Corinthians 3. He talks about how he had to feed them with milk. And here through he had, can't give them the solid food because they're still not able to handle it. Because in Jesus, when you talk about how Christ, I, let, let, let me just move on. I don't want to get too far for of what I'm speaking here. When, when Christ gave them the ability, and he gave them the author in leadership, in their ownership, to be able to be just like him. He didn't withhold nothing from them. The word of God says, according to the book of Psalms eighty four eleven. nothing he would hold from those than if he walk upright. But Paul had to come to the Corinthians so much in their schizophrenic ways. Most of them were saying there was Jesus. Most of them said it was prophets. Most of them said it was apostles. They were just all messed up and tore up from the floor. up. They was all messed up. But Paul declared, unless you're able to listen and hear what comes from the kingdom of God, I can't give you the solid food, which is the word of God. Jesus declared the word that even when he fed the 5,000, he said, set them down. In the sets that I may feed them, because if they go back to the house, it's afraid that on their way back they might faint. But he declared and decreed to his disciples that to set them down in groups of fifties, I believe, if I if I, I in there anywhere. But he set them all down, and as he set them down, he began to say that I will feed them. Well, he didn't say he would feed them; he's asked them to, that 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 the people may faint, but the but the men of God. Hear me out here. The man of God, his disciples said, we, we, we don't have enough food to feed these people. We don't have but so many pennies of so many coins.
0: Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals. And the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously.
3: That's in our actual
1: hand, and how how will we get this much? See, there was already doubting the faith and the power of God, even walking with Him these many days. And somebody looked over and said, "There's a lad over with a couple of loaves and some fish over here." And Jesus declared to watch the power of God move. Bring the lad on to me. The boy said, "I don't know what y'all talking about. This my lunch, and I ain't giving it to nobody." But that day that little boy left out the house, that morning he had no idea that he would be probably one of the greatest representations of what a miracle could do for people who don't believe. Jesus took the bread and raised it to the air and I take the basket never stopped coming. It, ne- it never stopped uh, producing that what it was designed to do for what God called for his people to have. Feed them that they may get weary. Set them down. Don't let them go back to the house. They follow me all day. The people are f- may be faint. Don't send them back. And as Jesus set the people down to raise the very bread and the fish up to the sky, the father began to replenish everything that he needed. According, I'm talking about how God supplies all of your needs according to his riches and glory. That was the food that was coming, the bread of heaven coming down to feed those people who were standing still in the need to hear the word of God. But it also came a time that when Jesus left that 5,000, y'all know the story. I ain't got to go into strict detail on it because I really want to just go, f- just kind of, f- it's a whole other teaching, and we're going to get to that sometime later this year. And, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it said that Jesus went on to the other side of the lake, and they said that they followed him, not wanting the, really what the Holy Ghost had for them, but they wanted the bread and the loaves. But when Jesus got there beginning began to discuss to them about the process, how they should eat his flesh and drink of his blood, which is a mineral structure of sacrifice as being a man who's living to honor the, 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 the very communion. He's trying to get them to see that one day he's not going to be there. In order to honor me, this is what you have to do. Not through much of the cannibalistic state, but that's what they thought Jesus was. They said, this man is a cannibal. And they raised up and they looked around and they got out of town. And on the way out, the disciples kind of hung their head in despair. And Jesus said, y'all going to leave too. Jesus is trying to get you to understand something. All that the Father has for me has been given on to me. There's no weapon designed. There's no weapon formed. There's no weapon created against that what God has gave me. If everybody want to leave you, let them leave. You stay in your lane and run your ways. God will break the back of lack of whatever it is that you need in your life. The word of God declares and decrees. And you're going down there to that 35th verse. and You look at it very closely. Jesus gives a very strong, significant understanding to them about how the father supplies everything they need according to his riches and glory. Jesus begins to speak out. He begins to declare the word of God. He begins to say to the people, the bread that I have for you, the, the, the bread. Is really more than what you can see. When you go back over here and you look at chapter six, and that's, that's, that's just taxi back over to chapter six, which is actually where, actually where our uh, basis of scripture here over in uh, the book of James, a uh, book of John. I keep saying that James, but we're going to get to that James too. That book of John, chapter six. Jesus declares, woman, really got to read that in chapter six and 35. Let me let her, I'm, I'm just moving. That's my counterpart. Let her read that, read that John six and 35 once again. Go ahead, baby.
4: And Jesus said to them,
2: I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. Hmm. But I said to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will by no means cast out.
1: My God. Come on, come on, go ahead. For
2: I have come down from heaven not to do my own will. Oh my god. But the will of him who sent me.
1: Oh my God. Oh my God. Let's listen to this. When you when you hear what she's reading, you, you, you take your Bibles. You take your Bibles. Look over at the book of John. Let's just run over there for a minute. We 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 read across the street and let's look at what he said in the book of John, chapter fourteen, most of a familiar scripture. And, 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 and it makes some clarity to what she just read. Jesus declared in the creed uh, over there in uh, uh, John 14 and 10. He said, believeth thou not. Anybody doubting this morning? He said, believeth thou not that I'm in the father. That Let's get the inclements of it. Believeth thou not that I'm in the father and the father in me. The words that I speak look unto you. The bread, the word, the, this is the bread, that's the bread of life. The word is the bread. It nourishes you, it, it nutritions you. It gets every vitamin, vitamin content that you need is in the word of God. The words that I speak to you coming from It's very significant who it's coming from. It's coming from the Son, the Son of the Father. Every word that I speak unto you of myself. Look how he says that. The words that I speak unto you, I speak with not of myself, but the father that dwelleth in me, he does the work. This is one of the greatest humblenesses that you can ever see in the Bible. You see how Jesus humbled himself before one who was greater than him, which is his father. The word of God declares he came just like the father. He was God in the flesh. Yeah, he was. He was a Trinoon, He was a power. He's a representation of the one who's created this earth. In his man-made suit, he yet humbled himself before the Holy Spirit. And knew that Father had all authority and power, but making him as a man and bringing him on earth and being him own self in a condition before people to let him know I come down here in a man made suit to prove to you that the work I do is not of myself. But it's of the Father who sent me. It's amazing when you think about the extraordinary feat how Jesus began to bow himself at his father's feet. The knowing that everything he done was nothing in himself. Even though they praised him and worshipped him, is doing all the work, he said, I can't do nothing. I can't do nothing. Read it once again in verse 10. Believe it thou not that I'm in the Father, and the Father in me. The word, the bread of life that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself but the father that dwelleth in me. Look, he does the work. He says in the 11th verse, believe in me that I'm in the father. He's telling you a challenge there. He's giving you to challenge him. Believe in me that I'm in the father and the father is in me or else believe me for my very work's sake. You ain't got to believe the flesh, but watch my smoke. Watch the woman with the issue of blood. Watch Jairus' daughter. Am I in there? Watch my first, first, watch my first miracle. And I filled the very pails of water, drums with, with wine and I, and I turned the water into wine, look at me with, as Jairus ran to me and complained to me about his daughter on death. And when I went to his house, all those who were in that doubted my work but the daughter was even asleep. The damsel, he said, was even sleeping. But after a while, Jesus put all the negative people out. She raised up. Look at the work I did with the lepers. Look at the work I did with blind Bates. Look at all the things I did with the woman at the well. Not only just in the Old Testament, but even the woman who had the had the crippled the the the, the 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 crippled back. She had a she had a curve in her back, and Jesus declared that she was loosed in the name of Jesus, the Syrophoenician. All these miracles Jesus complained. All he said, all you got to do if you don't believe me, just watch my work. He done work in you. When it seemed like you didn't know how nowhere to go. It didn't seem like your situation wasn't gonna turn around for you. God did the work. And only and only only then and then did you give him the praise. And this is the amazing thing about us. We only want to give God praise when something happens good. And you should be giving God praise every day. When he woke you up this morning, stinky breath, washing the face with the manners about your eyes, brushing your dirty teeth. And you got in the shower and cleaned your body. He gave you the opportunity to have the strength to do all those things. It wasn't just the physical miracle he gave you. It was the activity of your limbs. So many people in their lives want not activity the limbs. And they thank God for just getting up and living. They can't move like they need to move. They can't get around like they need to get around. But they thank God. Jesus declared in the creed over there in uh, that, that, that verse, John 14 and 12. He said, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do. Am I in there anywhere? The works that I do, look, he should do also. The same thing we quoted to you earlier about the book of Galatians. The Bible said, count it not robbery to be just like God. God created you, designed you to be everything that he done here on earth. Jesus declared the creed, I am the author and a finisher of your faith. I came to demonstrate and show you the same thing I do, you may do. I leave you not, but I leave you with the confidence, Paracle who will guide you into all truth. In my Did we say something this morning? I believe the woman of God said once again over there in the 30, what is it, the 35th verse, woman of God? She said in the 35th verse, she said, And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life that cometh to me. Who that cometh to me shall never hunger. And he that believeth on me, he said, believeth on me, shall never thirst. We're talking about you got all that the Father has for you. All that he has in store for you is right there with you. Come on, come on woman of God. Amen.
2: Uh, right back to just that scripture right there, on that, that he is the bread of life. Yes. That I, I remember um, growing up there was a song that went with the scripture, and I'm listening to it right now, and it, it just keeps going through my head about how I am the bread of life. Yeah, I am forever sustaining you. Yeah, this is this is for forever. Amen. This isn't temporary. Yes. This is something that is continual. Yes,
1: in the name of Jesus.
2: And in the scriptures, that when He says that I am the bread of life, the scriptures are the bread of life. Amen. There is something always for everything that we go through. In Amen. Our life. Yes, there's always something that we can come to in the Word of God. Amen. That continually feeds us. Hallelujah. But we don't we don't know that unless yes. we come to the Word of God. Amen. We don't we don't know that, um, and that's that's such a, a great reason why you should tune in and, and just learn. Amen. And know that. Amen. God continually feeds us. Amen. And he and when you have that spiritual substance, it's something that that goes very deep within your spirit. And goes and solidifies with, li- within you. And when we go through um, just everyday life, this is what gives us the strength to be able to overcome any, anything that we come across. Good or bad. You know that we, that unless we, we know it and we read it in the Word of God, we wouldn't have that strength. Amen. And, and we keep talking about being the bread of life. This is not something that's temporary, and and I want to just stress that that this is something that that is continual in our lives, Amen. and we have to continue to, to just come forward. and And what does that mean? You know, when we talk about the bread of life, that this is another way of I'm just just saying that you know I I've come to overcome everything in your life that that I paid the price, and that continue just to plug into me because i'm the one that's going to nurture you i'm the one that's going to feed you spiritually the everlasting life amen
1: amen you know we 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 gotta we gotta get moving here in a minute uh but but when you when you when you look at the sixth verse and we talk about jesus talks about he's the bread of life you know you go back to the uh the first part of the scripture verse six we talked about earlier you know after jesus went across to galilee to see a tiberia and a large crowd following because they had only seen it because of miraculous signs that he'd done among the sick or the diseases. as it says over in the uh king James version uh but the, but the common english bible said that jesus went up to the mountain and sat there uh with his disciples and this is in Acts, uh john chapter six in the third verse and he sat there with his disciples. And it was nearly time for the Passover, you know, the the Jewish, the Jewish festival. You talk about it's going on every year. And Jesus looked up and saw a large crowd. Now notice what he said. He saw a large crowd uh, coming toward him. Now he asked Philip, he said, Where he said, where will we buy bread? Now, this this is this is a question of almost not belief of disbelief. But but I, I thought about this and I said it doesn't matter what circumstances Jesus could have came across or what faith would have been in lots of people. The disciples all knew that Jesus at this time was walking as a representation of the father. And the father said, there's any, there anything too hard for him to do. It talks about it in Jeremiah, you know, they should have known what it doesn't matter. What kind of crowd was coming at them, mob crowd, or whatever it may. He had the power to command that crowd. The word of God says that, that, uh, over in the Common English Bible, not the Common. I think it's yeah. Not, not, we're going to look. At, we're not going to look from the King James Bible. I like to read this from the yeah, the Common English CEB Bible. Over in uh, John six and five, notice what he says. Jesus looked up. He looked up and saw a large crowd coming toward him. Now, now this is this what gets me about this particular scripture right here. He asked Philip. This is Christ asked to Philip. Now, now the crowd was coming to him and, and, and he asked Philip, listen, listen to how he pushed the question to Philip in. He asked Philip, where will we buy food to feed these people? He's, he's setting him up. You've been with me all this time, Philip. You done seen the miracles that I do? You seen the things I've done? And I'm going to ask you the question. I'm going to see if you really know who you're walking with. I don't care how big the crowd is and how diseased it is and how stricken and sick it is, you being my disciple all and know that he gave him, she should have gave him the answer. Lord, look to the Father who in heaven. We feed them through the miracles of what you've been doing with all the rest. He began to talk about the physical sins.
0: Introducing WonderSuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite.
1: He looked up and saw the large crowd coming toward him. He asked Philip where will we buy food to feed look these here him, him people jesus said this to test him for he already knew what he was going to do but philip should have knew also being walking this long you could be going listen to you, you can be going to church for so long that you could still be spiritually ignorant not knowing where your supply comes from. I believe the word of God said, I will supply. What did he say, co-pastor? All what? All what did he say? I will supply all your needs. He said, every one of your needs. According to what? His. His what? His riches. Mm-hmm. He didn't say for men, but in glory. God designs and engineers and put in position who he want. When the word of God says the blessings are laid up in the hands of the wicked, God command the word to go forth and do what he's not to do in a life that you're living in. I can remember the story about the unjust judge. We ain't gotta go there. Just want to paraphrase We read the story about the unjust judge. And he worried about this widow in a certain town. There was a judge in a certain town. Just want to get over this, we out of here. We, we gotta go. There was a judge in a certain town. The Bible declared that the judge feared no man nor God himself. But the woman, that woman, had a consistently asking him to avenge her from her adversary. And the man of God said, because I fear God and I fear no man, I would avenge her. Listen, here, unless she continues to mourn me or bother me or harass me he had the power, even though he didn't know God, I didn't regard men or God, but his heart was touched by God to do what this widow needed in the time she needed to get done. There are some people do some things for you they don't even know about the Lord. The Bible said he'll prepare a place right before the, place of, right in the presence of your enemy. Your enemy will bless you, and you don't even know it, and you don't know why they bless you. The other day, this happened to me and my wife. And for some odd reason, it ain't stopping you. It's still coming. We just ran into some people. And I believe them people got so much in store for us for what we've done for them. Not because we did it out of wanting to get something back. It's because of where they are and the statue they're in and what they have to offer and being enlightened about the work that we're doing here at the Harvest through our church. They're looking forward to greeting with us, us praying with them and speaking with them. It's not that we're going to look for anything. God put people in position to help you in ways you can't even imagine, even understand. He said, I'll prepare a place for you right in the presence of your enemy. Those who never liked you, those who don't care anything about you, God will let you, they will let you see, God will let you, he will let them see you come up as he's doing right now. There are many a people who dislike a lot of work that we're doing here at Harvest New York Church, but nevertheless, the same voice, the same voice, that cries against you has got to cry out for you. But even in the midst of their rebellion and not being able to reach out to the help that they need, some of them are die right there on their own deathbed because of the hardness of their heart and having not the compassion in their heart. Come on, Co Pastor. Amen. Amen.
2: God is just speaking to us so strongly within uh, these scriptures about uh, the bread of life. And, you know, when, when you come forth and and you bring christ into your life he's telling you that this is this is everlasting that you will once you that one of the scriptures too is that if if, um, you abide in me i'm going to abide in you and that's forever the christ is within us christ leads us and god is such a merciful and awesome god that he continually takes care of us and he is, he is the one that's in control and we can't stress, stress that enough and through this whole scripture and in the sixth chapter and, and we encourage you to read it all the way through because there's such awesome direction that, that he speaks to us in the scripture that I, I'm with you all the time I'm never leaving you I'm the one that, that's with you eternity I'm preparing you that you will live forever and as long as long as you stay with me I'm going to show you the way and this is such a strong scripture it is amazing how um, the pastor was saying in in these other scriptures that he tied on to him that God is, is always showing us the way we just have to stay with him and see see what he's telling us through these scriptures and and it, and he leads us through a life of of success he takes us through one step at a time being on a spiritual journey with Christ it's one step at a time that so we just encourage you to continue to go forth and just learn learn more through the word of god
1: amen uh, you know we never like to leave off a station uh. Give off the radio without giving anybody the opportunity because we don't know, uh, well, we really don't know when your last day may be. You don't know when my last day may be. Nobody knows the time, place, and when the word of God says. But there's a word in the scripture that says over in the book of uh, Hebrews, chapter 10, and it talks about over there, uh, 10, 8, 9. He said, If you confess with your mouth, I just want to uh, make an appeal, uh, give an opportunity for someone who's out there. You don't have to be inside a structural monument. A monument you can be right there on the side of your bed with your children, your husband, whoever it may be. And you can receive the word of God right now. And then ask God to show you and direct you where he needs you to be. If there's a place you're looking to be, to be a part of, I want you to join us on our, actually, second and uh, fourth Sunday. And it's out there at Harvest Light Church, Harvest Light Studios. For those who want to know more about our ministry, go to HarvestLightChurch.com. And I say this all the time. Don't look to this ministry as being in a certain place at a certain time. This is an evangelistic ministry. It's a powerful, it's a nationwide, it's an international ministry. We don't stay in one place. While well, gatherings are in different locations each month, sometimes, depending on what the availability is for us. Our main thing is radio and television. So whether you're sending your friends to snoop around and look for some things that they don't understand or know about, you're really working barking up the wrong tree because you can't you can't hold a nation we we, we, we are advancements we move we don't just dwell in bricks you know we, we, we we're called to be to Judea the Samaria Odomo. we we roll there are some who have their monuments and structures that's fine, but in this ministry we're international we're worldwide we go all over the world. And we do the word of God in such a way that God is designed and engineered us to move in such a way that no man can really understand what God has in store for us in the season which we in. But the one thing I do know, uh, there's a place that we want you to come out and be a part of. Uh, if that's a place that you uh, want to come out and uh, just worship with us, we ask you to come out and be with us here at Harvest Light Church. we go to my website, which is com. You see all the information you need to know about the ministry and the work we're doing here at Harvest Light Church. Such a such a powerful ministry, such a powerful work, and such a powerful work that God is doing us in this ministry. But I want to send this appeal to you uh, on behalf of us here at Harvest Night Church. And it's talking about the word of salvation, you know, your life, you know, where you're headed to. I want to get the music down here a little bit. I want to make sure we get ourselves real clear here and hear what we're saying. But it's about salvation. It's about you, you, know, it's about you living your life with Christ. And what Christ is having you to go in the season which you're in. The word of God says like this. He say, God loves you. Now I understand what he's saying. He just don't use that word lightly. He say, God loves you. Despite whatever you've been going through, whatever your situation may begin, uh, whatever you may have done, whatever you've been harboring, God can release you from whatever that He loves you. Because that thing, sin is going to keep you separated. It it keeps sin keeps people separated from God. Not want to give up some of the heinous ways, some of the ideal, some of the past life contents, God Jesus wanted to deliver you from all that. Jesus died for our sins. He, he really did you know and he didn't even know us. the Bible said he looked before our sins. He looked before the things that we had come before we was born he looked before us to look over us and he said the Bible says you can be saved you know not just on a certain time, but right now as you open your mouth. The word of God says in Romans 10, 8, 9, if you confess, at first he said, where is the word? It's near you. It's right there in your mouth. He said, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, now notice what it says of Mark 9 and 23, if you can believe it, have a belief system in your heart, know that God raised his son from the dead. The Bible says you shall be saved. First Corinthians get a strong word about the process of Paul and the process of those who uh, uh, separate from the body and be present with God. Paul makes a strong argument and say, if there be no resurrection, then all the work that not only we have done, but Christ has done is in vain. The Bible declares, if the dead be not raised, if the dead be not raised, then all our work is in vain. God proves the point that he raised his son from the dead. And with that power, he defeated all death. He swallowed up victory. He swallowed up death, and death death said, "Look, where, 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 where's your steam? Where's the grave? He he defeated the last enemy, and that was death. The Bible declared the Creed, if you pray out loud with me and understand what I'm telling you on today, coming from the kingdom of God, the Bible said, he didn't see your mic in, you will be saved, if you can believe it. The Word of God said, Heavenly Father, read that to me, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, in the name, in the name. of Jesus. I repent of my sins. I repent of my sins. I open my heart, I open my heart. to let Jesus come inside of me. To let Jesus, come inside. Jesus, you are my Lord. Jesus, you are my faith. I believe you died. I believe you died for all, my sins. for all my sins. And you were raised from the dead. And you were raised from the dead. Fill me, Lord. Fill me, Lord. With your Holy Spirit. With your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you. For saving me for saving in Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now listen to this. We just don't take this word to what we did the corridors of our building, our mortars and brick. You take this word to your Walmart. You take it to your CVS's pharmacies, whatever you may be. Uh, your k if you got them out there, some still have them. You take them out to your to your, to your Myers, uh to your Kroger's, to your Albertsons, whatever your grocery stores may be, whatever your malls may be, whatever your restaurants may be, your Red Lobsters, your Chicken Hatches, your barbecue places, your fine dining restaurants, wherever there's people. Make up you some cards. And as you walk out, lay the card on the desk and let somebody pick up their card No salvation. If they throw it on the ground, somebody has to pick it up and look at it. And if they throw it down, somebody has to pick it up and look at it. You know why? Because now that they pick it up and read it, they've been convicted that whatever happened in their life at that time, God meant for them to pick it up. Whether they lay it back down, that word will burn in their spirit until they come to what God wants them to be. So it's a pleasure for you guys to join us here at Harvest Light Church. We'll have something to say. Call Pastor Patty.
2: We thank you all for joining us today. It's such a powerful word that comes forth in the kingdom every, every time that it hits the air. It's, it's amazing. Continue, just we want to just encourage you all to be into the Word of God Write down those scriptures that we we go through and, and go go back to the scripture once on um, your own time and See what the Word of God is saying to you because it's such a powerful that he is the bread of life He does sustain us for eternity we're being prepared and not only just for, for this life but but for eternity and to bring others into the kingdom but we just um, hope you all have an awesome day and an awesome week, and continue just to turn into tune into us and and continue to support this ministry because it's so powerful and it's coming so force so strong that we just want you all to to be a part of it.
1: God bless you guys He and here, uh, me pastor I was here at Harvest New Life Church thank you guys for joining us at 1145 for service hope you guys join us on uh, this Tuesday we have some great speakers coming to the house until then God bless you, have a beautiful day and thank you for joining us here at Harvest New Life Church
4: He was wounded for my transgressions he was bruised for my iniquities. the chest of we're getting ready for the second half but I want you to know that if you don't remember anything else that's said in here tonight it is the cross of Calvary that gives us access to eternal life it was a bloody cross it was a wooden cross it was a cross of suffering it was a gory cross you don't understand what happened they beat him all night yes they did and they ripped his body to shreds and he didn't say a word but he purchased our salvation I want you to understand that it is by his sacrifice that salvation has been extended unto man you take it lightly. This isn't just a bunch of fanatical people jumping around and and mumbling in another unknown tongue. But these are some blood-washed, Holy Ghost-filled, fire-baptized saints of the most high God.